There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer, contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Buenas. Buenas días. We Buenas are here. Días. We are we doing, are you know, we're doing this podcast and there's a lot of conversation between us. Is, is this, can we pull off a podcast right now? Should we do a podcast right now? But we you know a lot of people are at home looking for things to do. And, you know, we've had a lot of uh, listeners write in and they're, they're, they like having the, release of listening to the podcast and enjoying good conversation, maybe learning something like we're going to learn today from a couple of our special guests. So we're here. It was, it we're was a, it. a bit of a struggle for me because I was like, I don't know, Eric, if, if we should be funny and try to make people laugh. It's, it's serious. What's happening is serious. Well, we got to be us. We have to look, I'm not, I'm not a person that is not serious and I do uh, understand and appreciate the importance and the severity of the situation, but I, also like to joke at home and laugh and try and not be so wrapped up in the panic, you I'm, know, I'm and the depression. Rosalind's in more of a depression about I'm, the whole thing. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing very, I'm not doing very well, guys. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know if it's, it's just a combination of, of, of many things, I guess. Uh, one of them sleep. I'm not sleeping Girl hasn't well. slept in like... God knows how long, and now she wants me to buy her everything under the sun to try and help her sleep. No, that's, and you know what? I'm going to be very honest. That's <laughs> Full disclosure here. I have a problem because I am very heady, so I'm always thinking, thinking. So it's difficult for me to go to bed And easily. the coronavirus isn't helping. And, I, and you, you know, and coronavirus is not helping. And then, you know, we're used to working, and, and we're parents uh, of two kids that we adore, and they're our lives. But I think this is the first time, besides just Saturday and Sunday, where we don't have the nanny, um, that we are experiencing 
okay, we're going to be with these kids 24-7, potentially for months to come. That right there is stressing me out. <laughs> and I'm fu- just, just the thought of it, it's stressing me out. And it's been three days. Wait, 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 wait. And uh, yeah, I'm in my head about it. So I'm not sleeping very well. And also, uh, okay, now, now we don't work and, and the business shut down. And and it was difficult for me this pilot season. And after Grand Hotel got... Um, God cancel. I thought things were gonna pan out differently for me, and it's been kind of weird. And now coronavirus is here, and it's hitting home, and I need to sleep. Basically, and she's, usually, she's I will love in the house a volume. Feels like she has nothing to do. I will love a volume every night, and Eric doesn't like it. I would like a, I would like a unison <laughs> every and night. Eric doesn't like it. Did you hear what you just said? Maybe Advil every PM night, and Eric doesn't like but it. You or talent of PM. Yeah, because I want to sleep every freaking night. That's called a problem. So, so I said because I don't drink, so I don't know what it is. I'm gonna have a, a glass of wine. I don't drink. Wine. I pop value. Yeah, I pop what? value. No, it I doesn't don't. make it better. I, mean, uh, I well, I don't do. But, uh, the correction. I don't want people thinking that I have a problem. You just said. Uh, you just said yourself. I said I would every like night. to. No, I said I would. I would like to have one. And every I'm your night, conscience. And you're my conscience. What? That's you're my conscience. Then I said, Eric, can you do me a favor? I need something. So I understand how Valium or Xanax or Ambien Unison doesn't work for me. Ambien yeah. does the opposite thing for me. So no Ambien. Uh, <laughs> or Unison or whatever. Or Tylenol PM. I understand that that's oh not good for God. you. It's addictive. It's not good for you. It's going to get to the point that your body is going to need it to be able to sleep. So Ross, cut it out. I'm going to cut it this out. Yes. you an intervention on this podcast. Intervention. And I said, get, get me some brownie pot, whatever you call it. Brownie pot, the whatever, whatever brownie, brownie that no, the a, gummy, the gummies that have a, a pot. A friend whatever. told us about pot gummies, and I'm like, you don't need pot gummies. That's ridiculous. Everybody, even, everybody does it. I've never have everybody even does it. Now life. you've lumped every listener yo no into conozco, every yo no, chewing yo no pot gummies. Yo no conozco lo que es hacer marihuana ni droga. Nunca, nunca me he fumado moto. No sé nada de, de droga. Pero I feel like I need. But this is a person that bra- <laughs> this is a person that brags about. I'm so clean. I've never done anything. Now Desperate she's like loaded on unison, loaded on volume. Coronavirus brownie pot. <laughs> okay. Pot brownie. You're pot reversing brownie, the order. Whatever. And I told You're Eric, listen to me. This is a cry for help. Your wife is asking you. I need something to sleep so I can function. You know the what next else helps you sleep? Sex. Oh no. <laughs> Put you right to bed. <laughs> no, it doesn't at all. I have to get up, cl- go take a shower, clean myself. Oh my god! Make sure I don't get a vaginal oh infection my, every time. Oh no, god. it doesn't. It what doesn't do help. Anyway. That just sounded horrible. No, I'm a very clean person I'm that by the type way. Of girl. She's just no, out of not, her mind. It has nothing to do with you. I know you're very clean. <laughs> I have a mind. tendency of getting UTIs and shit like that, so I need to always get up oh my and clean myself profusely. Anyways, the point is, Eric. Oh god. Eric said, "I'll handle it. I'm gonna call some friends." <laughs> You didn't take care of anything. And you, know what? You, some- okay, you know what he got me? He came home with a bottle of B6. Vitamin B6 helps you sleep. It's a great thing for sleeping. It helps promote the melatonin. It can get you going. Then my trainer, I, I use Le it for Guisimon, me. I, get, I knock out immediately. Do, it doesn't do anything. Like I'm deep sleep with B6. You, but you sleep through anything. It doesn't matter. Then Maria Leguizamon, Colombia Mafia fit, my <laughs> trainer said, Ross, you need to have passion flower, I think, is these herbal drops. It's going to work magnificently. So I took, I did the drops and then I took a B6. I had horrible nightmares. Because you mixed. Like hallucinations. I told you don't mix. First of all, I said to her specifically, do one B6. Start with that. See what happens. She pops two and squirts a load of this freaking uh, whatever flower water into her mouth. I look over in the middle of the bed and I see this out of the squirt thing. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, nothing, nothing. It's flowers. I'm like, what are you 
drinking flowers for? Passion flower. It's unreal. Well, it but works you for won't Maria. Try vitamin it works B6. for Maria. I, I'm You'll trying squirt it. flowers in your mouth, but you won't just have a B6. Uh, I'm trying it. I'm still not sleeping. My neck is tired. But do what one am I thing do? at a time. This coronavirus is destroying my life. This is the problem in our house. Like She is the most panicked, stressed out person about everything. Eric, we got to quarantine. We got to do this. Oh, but wait, can you go to the grocery store? Th- that's not quarantine. I just went around a bunch of people in the grocery store. Eric, you go for us. Okay, I'll go too. You know what, Eric? I actually need this from the farmer's market. I'll go to the farmer's market. You go to the grocery store. I'm like, why are you going to the farmer's market? Because I, I need my vegan scone and I need my juice. <laughs> I only can get this one juice from there. I do. But what the fuck? It, it doesn't has make sense. It has cactus. It has cactus. Does that help you sleep? It, it helps me stay healthy. But you're about to get the coronavirus because you're in a larger gathering. You just got to stay home if you're worried about it. But then she sends home. me to the store. I am staying home. You can't semi-partially uh, quote-unquote quarantine and then go to the grocery Eric store where Winter, you're surrounded by people. I went to the farmer's market for 15 minutes. That's all I've done. Mm, twice. The week before and the No, but the week. week before it wasn't this hysteria that it... Uh, Doesn't matter. Still same virus. Anyways, I am very responsible. I'm being very well, we protected. Both are. I'm we're so both... protected that I'm not, I'm not even having sex. <laughs> we're both, we both are. Yeah, because I have the coronavirus. We both are doing what we can to be safe, yeah. and that's what's important. But How do you, you have to chill out. I have to. How do you feel about having the kids 24-7? How are you well, handling listen, that? We just did three because days of it. Because a couple of times I heard you like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Uh, I, I've always said this. Stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home dad's toughest job in the world. It is. I have so much respect all the time for them. My mom had four kids and no help. My, I don't know how she did it. It's uh, a gift. A gift. It's a gift. Now, that you we don't are... <laughs> no, I, I'm better at it than you. Um, yeah, you might be better than me. But we just... No, it was a rough three days. And part of it, I think, was the panic, which, you know, is something we have to try not to push onto the kids. We have to... We disagree on this. I want to keep, not to keep the kids you know, shielded from what's going on because they have to be educated, but I don't want to share panic with them or make anything seem crazy. Meanwhile, I come home and Rosalind has showed the kids the new Cardi B video singing coronavirus on oh, like God. Instagram. There is, and now our kids that? are singing the coronavirus <laughs> song that Cardi B did. Coronavirus. Because Rosalind shared that. That, this, she what? says, this shit is real. But Sabella goes, she doesn't know. So she goes, this thing is real. And now Dylan and, and Sabella are 24 hours a day singing, coronavirus, this thing is real. It's so sad. That you taught them that. I didn't teach them it, that. Who showed them that video? I thought it was hysterical. I said, Sabella, can I show you this video? And it's not just Cardi B. It starts with Cardi B oh and then it gosh. goes to all these different people dancing. She's Sabella's just- practically twerking doing the song. <laughs> I'm not okay with this. I don't even like sharing social media with them. We've had this conversation. Oh, Eric, and next topic. I walk home next to topic. It. Oh, next you don't like topic. you don't like this topic. I don't want to talk. You don't about like it. this topic. I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be fighting. I I showed her a 30 second thing on Instagram. And what Boo-hoo. did she do today when she came Boo-hoo. home? Her Boo. and Dylan came out dan- and it was twerking to coronavirus. It was hysterical, and you laughed, and you laughed. <sighs> Anyways, let's talk politics. What do you well, think? How do you think this politics? is going to affect? Uh, the presidency of Donald uh, Trump I don't know. for another four years. What I anything's possible at this point because he's like he said today, if if uh, we're going to get through this and I'm going to make the stock market bounce back and it's going to be incredible, anything's possible. What does How an, is this what man does annoy me that he is next to the Brazilian whatever person that had it 
shaking hands with this person, spending time with this person, and he, he tests well, but, uh, negative. That's not that how is that possible? Because you think it's surprising. It's not that surprising. Three players in the NBA have tested positive. Do you know how many guys have played opposite the two infected players? It's not. It's it, Clearly, it's easy to get it for some, but it's not that easy for everyone because if you're talking about direct contact, two guys played against like three different teams. They're in locker rooms surrounded by all their teammates and only two people on the team got it. It's not, you know what I okay, mean? It's not that surprising that Trump that didn't get it. This pandemic situation, the way that it's been handled by the government of the United States, do you think he has a chance to win again and become the president for four more years? Again, I don't know, but what I don't, um, this kind of bothers me. It doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. I just don't like how the media will constantly find a way to create a story about something just to sort of riff on, like it's going away from the topic of coronavirus and going into if so-and-so says one thing right, then Bernie or Joe might get elected. But if Trump does one thing wrong, he definitely might not get in the office. I don't know if one leads to the other. I don't know what every president would have handled this differently. If the economy crashed and a president was very uh, empathetic towards everything and making everybody feel safe and, and the and economy crashed, there's no guarantee that that president would have been reelected. It's all, it's mixing two different things. Like do one's you, about you, their, their, job as a politician in general and one something completely unforeseen and uncontrollable that everybody's trying to figure out i think he's handled some things poorly do you think americans started taking this seriously a little no too late? that's that that i answer i think americans definitely didn't didn't get involved quick enough i think we saw it happening overseas and we were late to the party but so clearly was uh, europe and so was a lot of people i don't think anybody thought it was going to spread as fast as it did how do you think it's going to affect the by Biden Sanders. Um, you love making coronavirus about politics. I love politics, and Eric. I get it. Doesn't I don't like politics. I don't, and, uh, Eric doesn't let me. Doesn't he? Mm. It's not that he doesn't let me. Let me correct that. <laughs> Eric is always uh, trying to have me not talk about politics. That that he said like, ella dijo because he is very um, careful about uh, the fans and the followers, and he says you don't want to cause problems because we it's have people from like both parties politics. following us. Listen, it's not that I don't like politics. You're making the coronavirus about politics and this is something that's bigger than politics. I'm simply asking if you think that it's going to affect Biden and Sanders' can, um, candidatura because you know it's what? Gonna affect, Things are changing. It, it's going to potentially affect any one of the... Are Trump you going to vote for Biden or Sanders? Oh my God. <laughs> Next question. You see, he wants to change the topic. Because you in politics. Because it's, it's important. Yeah, well, a lot of things are important. Use your voice. You know what, um, guys, because we've had time to have, when the kids go to bed, we have a, we have time to actually talk and watch TV. We saw an incredible documentary called Unseen Enemy that I highly recommend so you understand the severity of viruses when they attacked human beings. Do that. I read the Jessica Simpson book. We also saw the uh, Taylor Swift documentary. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> We've been really productive in We've pop been culture. Really More than I ever have. You know, and I do want to have do uh, when this whole thing is over, because right now it's not really relevant. But I think uh, when we come back after coronavirus fiasco, um, I, w I would love to talk about that documentary from Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift yeah. and Jessica Simpson and about pop culture and how it affects these girls that yeah. start... Uh, finding fame and fortune at s such a young age and also passion and how it shapes them and how it affects them you know it, it's it's fascinating to me and also I think within the business of entertainment the passion and the drive or, or sports or whatever like what these girls had and the, the willingness to succeed at young, ages, at young ages at something they knew they wanted but we'll save that for another episode
Anyways. In the meantime, let's take a break. We have a couple great guests coming up and we can't wait to share them with you. Yep. It's Giannina from Love in Sight, a new iHeartRadio podcast all about the TV show Love is Blind. Are you addicted to Love is Blind? We are here to satisfy all your Love is Blind cravings. And if you haven't watched yet, join us everywhere you listen to podcasts for everything you need to know. Do you want to find out how Damien and I got back together? Yep, I'm the girl that got left at the altar. The Love is Blind cast will join us, telling us things they have never revealed. And you get all the behind the scenes, all the details, all the never seen footage, and the ultimate question. Can an experiment like this actually work? Is love truly blind? And iHeartRadio is bringing you every little nugget, Love Insight, available now everywhere you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer... And a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. So we have our this first is our coronavirus guest. episode. I know. And, and we are getting together with a special guest, Dr. Rashini. Yes. And we're going to bring her on here in a second. Let's get her on. Una gastroenteróloga. How do you say that? Gastro gastroenterologist and an internist. Yes. She is a contributor on the Today Show. She's an expert, and we have a couple of questions, correct, Eric Winter? Yes. Dr. Rashini? Hello. Hello. How are you all? Good. How are you? 
great. Yeah. Are you in the office? I doubt it. I am not uh, at the moment, <laughs> but I am here in New York City, so definitely in the, in the thick of things. Uh, are are you practicing yeah. the, uh, what's this new uh, medical st- strategy where everybody's able to call and have video conf- um, video? We are, we are doing some of that. Yeah, I work at NYU, and we've definitely implemented very quickly uh, a big scale-up of the, the telemedicine. So exactly as you said, the ability to call up and have a video conference for matters that, you know, don't necessarily have to be seen in person. But what I do is um, a lot of colonoscopies and endoscopies and things that can't really be done remotely. So, mm. uh, yeah. It's an ever-changing situation day by day, but as of now, we're still seeing patients in the office as well and um, trying to keep things, you know, under control as much as possible. Let me ask you something, and this might be a random question, um, but the coronavirus, we know that it starts um, in the throat, right? People get uncomfortable. It seems like a flu. As a gastro doctor, mm-hmm. there's no indication that it might cause any kind of stomach issue at all at some point if somebody gets it really bad that's a great question um and the answer is we are seeing for some cases and it's not the majority but there is a minority of patients who when infected with coronavirus are getting some gastrointestinal symptoms so specifically diarrhea seems to be the one that we are seeing in again not the majority but a minority of cases so if and for some people that's actually the first symptom that they're having. So if you are having kind of unexplained diarrhea and, you know, you're having a a fever maybe following that, definitely worth a call to your doctor and kind of monitoring yourself even to see if the other symptoms develop, which exactly as, as you said, the more common and prevalent symptoms are the cough, the kind of respiratory issues, trouble breathing, throat discomfort, and of course the fever. I have a couple of things. One thing I, I think is great having someone like you on the phone is we can help listeners with sort of blocking out a lot of the nonsense that you see on social media where people are saying, if you do this, you can actually keep yourself from getting coronavirus. I've read a few mm-hmm. things where, I mean, this was one big issue. I think it was, an, and I might be off, I think it was Iran, where a bunch of people were drinking very strong alcohol and died because they thought they were mm-hmm. killing this virus, and they, there was like 40-something people had died. Um, oh, dear. Taking this yeah. into their own hands. And I've also heard rumors of if you drink a lot of water, which I find a lot of this to be nonsense, and that's why I want you to you know, educate. Um, if you drink a lot of water, you can reduce your chances of getting coronavirus. I read one post because if you happen to get the virus, and maybe I'm laughing at something that actually works, but if you happen to get the virus, and let's just say it goes into your respiratory system, not respiratory because it'd be too far, but if it's in your mouth, it's in your throat, and you drink mm-hmm. water, you've now pushed it down into your stomach and your stomach acids will kill the virus. That was literally a post I saw on Instagram. Does that sound realistic to you? No, it doesn't. And yeah, I'm so. really glad we're talking about all these things because uh, look, we're all a little bit frightened and are kind of desperate to do anything we can to prevent us from getting the infection. So I understand why people are kind of searching for these home remedies or answers, but I think it is very important to separate fact from fiction. So um, to address what you talked about, there haven't been any any proven foods or drinks or even supplements at this point that can really prevent you or certainly treat 
uh, this type of infection. Unfortunately, there haven't been great, you know, proven treatments either mm-hmm. in the medical world, although it does look like some antiviral medicines, particularly ones that have been used for HIV um, in conjunction with some of the flu antivirals that we use may be working for some people. And so that's actually um, a treatment that if you're hospitalized, you may end up receiving and looks like it could be promising. But uh, no, in terms of the home remedies, none of these things uh, will work. And certainly there are potential downsides to it. As you mentioned, drinking you know, copious amounts of alcohol is definitely not, not going to do anything it. to the virus, <laughs> yeah. but it is going to potentially kill you. You so get really drunk. You do wanna... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I would love to talk about you know some of the things we can do to stay healthy, especially as we are more people are at home and confined to their home. Um, what they can kind of do in the home to kind of minimize exposures to germs, exposures to loved ones if they, they're sick or they think they may be getting sick. Um, so we can go through that at some point whenever. We can talk like. about that now. Yeah, share. We, we That's, can do it great. now, please. Right. Okay, good. Well, I think um, I know here in New York and I think in many parts of the country, people are really being advised to stay at home. A lot of people are working from home. And even if you're sick, you know, at this point, unfortunately, our hospitals are already overwhelmed and will be even more overwhelmed soon, I think. So it's not like everyone with a cold or cough should be running to the hospital right now. And part of it is kind of taking care of what you can at home, but at the same time, not infecting the people around you. And I'm not necessarily talking about coronavirus, but in general, if you have a cold or a cough, you're not sure what it is yet, you haven't developed a fever, but you may be sick, or maybe you had a coworker who was ultimately tested positive and you're just isolating yourself until you have more information. Um, There's some things I think we can do to stay um, healthy while we're at home. So one of the things is if you've decided to kind of quarantine yourself um, and you most, many people live with other people. So it's, it's, you can't just be alone all the time. You do really want to isolate yourself if possible to one room and preferably your own bathroom as well. Again, not always feasible, but if you can confine yourself to your own bathroom, your own bedroom, then you're minimizing the risk to other people. And again, this but is if you're showing any kind of symptoms at all. Any kind of, of symptoms, anything. right. So even, right, because even if you have a cold, it, it may be the be- what looks like a cold, but it could be the beginning of something else. So I think at this point, it's important to be careful, particularly if you live with someone who's elderly or has a serious medical condition, because we do know they're more susceptible. But when you do go out to the kitchen, because you will be doing that at times, or you may be sharing a bathroom, one thing to keep in mind is that when you're disinfecting these areas, um, you really want to use a disinfectant that has bleach, because we do know that bleach will kill the virus. So any cleansing materials that are used to clean the countertops, um, the bathroom counters as well, the sink, bleach is a very necessary ingredient. You obviously want to use your own utensils. You don't want to be sharing glasses, plates. If you're using the common dishwasher, that should be fine. The heat of the water um, for that prolonged period should kill the virus as well. But in terms of your own personal items, you know, there are now companies that are coming out with some pretty innovative products to help with this. But for example, we all know, of course, you would never share your toothbrush. But now there are these individual toothpaste tablets that Hello Products just released where you can chew your own toothpaste tablet. It's single use. Um, It's a way that you can avoid cross-contamination because you're not sharing a toothpaste tube Mm. with Mm. someone else in the family, which is, you know, these little things that you don't often think about that you may be touching and sharing with someone else 
now you can use the Hello Toothpaste tablet. Um, there are also things you need to be mindful of in terms of towels and how frequently you're washing your towels. These days we want to be washing them much more frequently than usual in high heat temperatures. The way we store our sponges, you know, I just talked about cleaning with high-level bleach disinfectant, but then if you just leave the sponge around all day, that can be another reservoir for germs. So I recommend actually either throwing the sponge in the dishwasher mm -hmm. at night, or you can even microwave it. That's another way to get rid of the germs. Oh, that's a good and idea. And then the last thing is, yeah, the last thing is, you know, I, I work out almost every day. I try to in the gym in my building, and that just closed yesterday, much to my dismay, but I understand the, mm -hmm. the reasoning behind it. We're trying to get people not to congregate, and many gyms are closing, and I, I really feel during a time like this, when stress is so high, exercise is extremely important. And, you know, we also know that exercise helps with immunity. And we were talking about those home remedies that don't work. Some things that do work are things like regular exercise. We know that boosts your immune system. So how do we keep exercising when the gyms are closed? You might be, live in an area where it's too cold or you're, you're worried about going outside because you're going to be exposing yourself. Well, now there are, you know, companies that allow you to stream fitness classes um, where you can just through your iPad or your iPhone, feel like you're experiencing the class in the fitness studio, but it's actually in the privacy and security of your own home. Jet Sweat is a new company that's doing that. They're actually Jet offering Sweat. a free month if you use, yeah, they have a free month right now. Healthy Home is the code if you want to try it out. But a lot of these companies are trying to help people and, you know, really help people stay active and and healthy and not go crazy <laughs> while they are stuck indoors. For you know, a, you know what's happening. I think that this yeah. um, quarantine or whatever we're doing, a lot of people are going to gain weight yeah. because listen, we yeah. <laughs> we have two kids and we work out a lot. You know, we're fairly healthy. You know, and and and, and yeah. vibrant, but. Because the, the going to the supermarket has become such a trend now, and it's like a like a like a buying frenzy, and you buy so much stuff because everybody's freaking out that we might be inside a home for months at a time. We bought so much right. stuff, and because we have kids, you get a lot of the crackers and the chips and things that are easy to grab and eat. And I'm finding myself just snacking all the time and it's driving me crazy it's like well, i'm tr trying to stay healthy and at the same time i'm going please people let's just be be smart and not take this as a free-for-all let's just eat and and watch tv and do nothing but that <laughs> you, know? you are so right and i'm the same way i have two boys and of course when we talk about supplies they want to get the chips and the I pretzels know. I know. and then i'm eating them i went to the grocery store for almost two yeah. hours and we got home and I said, I don't know what we can cook he for had, dinner. He brought two little bags. And I'm going, Eric, I had nothing, what no, was no. the point of exposing listen, yeah. yourself with for two little bags? Right. But everything I bought had nothing to do with making yeah. dinner that night. <laughs> I, I had know. so much food I, for I the future. I couldn't make one yeah. thing for dinner. But bowl of cereal. Right. So please, I know. Please be I mindful. hear you. I hear you. Frozen vegetables, frozen fruits. Don't forget that those are still good. And, you know, you can even take fresh fruit and put it in the freezer. So mm -hmm. think about those. Even though we tend to just quickly look at the chips and the, the dry foods, um, we don't want to let all the healthy foods go by the wayside. And, and we don't know how long this is going to last. So really trying to stock up on those. I do have one quick question for Absolutely. you, just as a doctor. Okay. And I think this is great for the listeners sure. to hear. Because even without, if I didn't, Google it, I guess. I don't know if I would even have the answer. If you felt yeah. symptomatic of any kind, yeah. right? Yeah. What would be mm -hmm. step A, B, C? It's not, I know it's not to go to your general doctor and I know people, they want people avoiding the emergency room. So do you call right. your general doctor and say, these are my symptoms 
Or is there like a yeah. hotline you're supposed to call? Or what is the, the protocol? No, yeah. It's really not a hotline at this point. It's calling your general doctor. Um, and it is, you know, and I would say if you just have a regular cold, feels like every cold you've ever had, you're not having a fever. So it's really more of the runny nose type symptoms. We are still in the midst of cold and flu season. So I wouldn't assume that it's anything terrible. And I'm talking about a, a someone under 60, healthy person, mm-hmm. let's say, um, without major medical problems, then I would kind of wait and see, you know, how things progress. But it, it probably is just a regular cold and, and monitor it. But if you are having a fever and a cold or a fever and certainly the, the cough with any sign of respiratory issues, before rushing anywhere, I would call your doctor. If you don't have a doctor uh, that you regularly see, then you you would call one of the medical centers and they are setting up urgent kind of care hotlines that you can call and get advice for. But I think the people that need to be really more concerned and, and more proactive about seeking medical attention quickly are people who have either traveled to some of the areas that we know it's, it's very rampant in. And so we're talking about China, Italy, Iran, um, you know, it's in South Korea, a lot of places in Europe, unfortunately, now, Germany, France, Spain, or if um, someone here in the U.S. that you've had contact with, a coworker, um, that kind of thing. And so if you've had contact or you've been traveling in one of those places and you develop symptoms, that would be your reason to call sooner rather than later. Got it. One last thing before we let you go, um, real quick. Um, so Idris Alba, this actor, just came out. Um, I saw it on CNN saying, I am positive, but I don't have any symptoms. Mm-hmm. Is it possible mm-hmm. that you are carrying the virus, but never the, the symptoms never manifest? Or is it just a matter of time that he's going to get a sore throat and he's going to start coughing? No, it's very possible that you can carry it with no symptoms and never get a symptom. What's a little bit troubling about that is you can, number one, if you have no symptoms, you may have a negative test. So if for some reason you got tested, let's say you were exposed to someone else, but you didn't have symptoms, even if you had the infection, if you didn't have any symptoms, it's unlikely that the test will be positive. And the second, even more troubling thing is you can potentially pass it to someone else, Mm. even if you don't have symptoms. Now, the likelihood of that, even with a negative test, right? The likelihood is less than if you are uh, having symptoms. So people with symptoms are much more likely to spread it to others, but it is possible if you don't have symptoms to still spread it to others. And that's why all of these, what seem like pretty dramatic, you know, rules are being employed of don't congregate in groups bigger than 10, you know, closing of schools. You know, closing of schools is an interesting one because we keep saying children are not as affected, and they're not. Thank goodness, as a mom, I'm very happy yeah. to hear that. But this is exactly why, because children may get it, not be symptomatic, um, and not be ill from it, but they can still pass it on to their parents, elderly grandparents, people in the subway, people on the streets. And that's why these decisions are being made to really limit everyone's interaction so that the asymptomatic, that means people with no symptoms, aren't carrying it around and giving it to other people. So it is and fair think, to say it is fair yeah. to say that if the American population doesn't follow what the government is government is asking us to do, it's it's fair to say that the majority of Americans can get this. Yes, I think the latest figure I saw was an expectation that 50 percent, at least 50 percent of Americans will get this, maybe 60 percent. But that's 
if we don't really adhere to these measures. Hopefully these kinds of measures that are being implemented now, and as you know, they're getting stricter and stricter every day, hopefully that will decrease that number. Uh, but it is still a huge percentage of people that we're talking about. Wow. And when you talk about the fact that, you know, let's say about 80% of people will get a mild disease and 15% maybe will get a medium and 5% will get a very severe disease. 5% percent doesn't sound like a lot, but then when you talk about 5% of 50 million people, that's way more than our hospital or our health system can handle. So yeah. that's why we really need to do all of us whether we're healthy or not, I mean, certainly if you're not healthy, you have to be extremely careful. But all of us need to, just for the good of our society, for our healthcare system, need to really isolate as much as we can um, so that we, you know, get this over with and done with. It will pass, but, you know, the sooner the better for everyone, all concerned. So we yeah. can all do our part by uh, listening and staying informed and also staying sane, doing the things we talked about, stay active, you know. Do your fitness routine, you know, do your germ control in your home and outside as well. And we hope for the best. Well, well thank, thank you so you. much for your time. We appreciate it. Hopefully this thank will be, you, you know, something our you. listeners take a lot away yes, from. Yes, it was very educational. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Stay safe. You're welcome. You too. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. 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 You too. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. All right, we have an amazing guest. I can't wait to talk to Kit Yarrow, consumer psychologist, professional author, consultant, and speaker. Kit, are you with us? 
I am. Kid, I have so many questions, and this, this is these are crazy times. Um, but in light of these crazy times, I want to discuss some really outrageous consumer behavior, and maybe you can help me understand this. What, okay, I'll try my best. My first question: What is the obsession with toilet paper during the coronavirus <laughs> outbreak? Do you well, even know? You know I, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I got it figured out. So here's the thing: the media is doing a um, a lot of reporting on panic buying mm -hmm. and it's all exacerbated by all the social media mm -hmm. that we consume. So people are looking for really powerful visual images and what's more powerful than a gigantic shelf that's empty. Mm -hmm. So toilet paper is big and bulky. It takes up a lot of space. So the empty shelf that toilet paper was once on is much more impactful than the empty shelf where the tuna fish was, right? That's mm -hmm. a small space compared to a big space. And what's more powerful, a visual image of somebody carrying out massive quantities of toilet paper or massive quantities of tuna fish? The toilet paper. So I think it's really the way that we consume imagery today, that toilet paper is just bigger, and so it makes more of an impact. So it's sort of ended up the poster child of panic buying. <laughs> now we're social creatures, and we, you know, when we see other people do things, we think we should do it too. So we see all this toilet paper going and we think, well, that would really be bad if I didn't have toilet paper. I'd better go out and get mine. And I think that's what's happening. <laughs> it's so crazy. So many people can wipe their bum, but they can't even feed themselves. Like they, they don't have enough exactly. food, but they're loaded on toilet paper. It's You know what I just right. thought about? And I don't know if this is, I don't know why I, this just came into my mind. So we are blessed here in America. This is a democracy and we can just go to any store and buy whatever we want, however we want it. Right. And this is a perfect example. There is a pandemic. Everybody runs to the store and just spend your money and just buy compulsively. What happens in a place if this was happening in Cuba, coronavirus in Cuba? It's a communism, right? How do they do it? Yeah. Because people cannot afford well, to rations, just go right? to a store. Basically, each family gets one roll. Like, isn't that sad? What's starting to happen, I believe, and Kit, you correct me if I'm wrong, we're starting to see versions of it now with sanitizer, for example. I've gone to a couple stores. They said, I can only sell you one. And, yeah. and, and I've had somebody tell yeah. me, cameras are watching me right now, so I can sell you one. Oh, wow. And the cops just got involved with some guy, a, a couple of guys, I think they, I read last night on USA Today, they bought... Like they cleared all the shelves of sanitizer and then started selling it to make more money and the cops got involved and now they had to donate it all. Yeah, uh. exactly. Right. I know. Well, some people are panic buying and other people are just mercenary. I think most people are resorting to panic buying and, mm -hmm. you know, we, we're used to a culture of abundance and um, the ability to get what we need when we need it, depending on whether or not we have the funds. And so it's shocking for people to go into stores and see them empty. And that does partially contribute to all of this panic buying that we see going on. You know, some of it is very normal very rational behavior. We're going to be at home a lot more. We're going to be cooking our own meals. Clearly, we need things. We don't know how long we're going to be home. And so it makes sense. We want the coffee, the peanut butter. We want, you know, the things that we can stock up on to make sure that we can feed ourselves and our family. But then some of it, like the toilet paper in particular, is just sort of wacky. And what blows my mind is there's plenty of tissue boxes, by the way. Like I was at the store and you could buy as many boxes of Kleenex as you could imagine. No one wanted the yeah, Kleenex. Exactly. I'm like, can't you wipe your butt yeah. with the same thing? Oh, this or is, just take this a shower? Is, this is very interesting, and I don't know, um, 
if we have an answer to it, but Eric um, has been to the supermarket maybe three times, right? Because we keep thinking we don't have enough, we don't have enough when we do, but you know, because we're panicked, we keep compulsively buying. And he says that the, is it the, the produce Every time I've section? gone, the, the fish wiped out, chicken wiped out, veggie options for the most part wiped out, and beef, actually only ground beef I've seen mostly wiped out. A lot of other beef I've still seen there, but the pork section is in perfect shape. And three grocery stores I've been to. Is there a reason why people are not buying pork? Do they relate pork <laughs> I don't understand. to coronavirus? I wonder. It's it's so weird, isn't it? I've heard that from other people, too. I have no answer to that question. I, I'm like this. Of all times, if D-Day is coming, people are choosing now to avoid the, uh, the quote-unquote dirty meat, <laughs> the pork. I don't get it. No idea. There's so many weird habits, I think, that come out in times of crisis that people... They lose track of their own way of just being. They don't, they yeah. aren't behaving, they're behaving irrational in a time where I understand everybody's under a lot of stress, but rational thinking is what we all need to hold on to the most right now. Yeah, it's true, but you can kind of understand when we feel anxious, you know, we want to get control. Mm-hmm. And since we can't control the virus, what we're trying to control is, excuse me, what we have. And we're using shopping as a way to feel more in control. Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy. We Have you heard of the documentary on CNN called Unseen Enemy? I haven't. So uh, was it last night, Eric, or the, the, the night before? The yeah. night before, um, Anderson Cooper and Dr. I don't know how, how to pronounce his name, Sanja Gupta. Uh, yeah. Sanja Gupta, yes. He, uh, they were doing like a kind of like a Facebook town hall about coronavirus. And at the end of the two hour thing, they showed this documentary called Unseen Enemy. Um, that came out in 2017 before coronavirus, and they were talking about um, pandemic and pandemics and the Zika, Chikungunya, the Ebola, the SARS. You know all these incredible viruses that have basically shaped <laughs> the world. And they were saying there was this lady. Um, she was a professor, and it was fascinating to me how she was explaining in, in a very elemental way that climate change and the constant industrialization how do you say that eric industrialization 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 yeah that humans are creating is destroying the natural habitat of species and i'm going to talk specifically about bats because what happens is they are used to living on top top of really really high um trees like tall trees and because of climate change is so hot they're moving and they like to live inside caves and because of human beings basically wiping out forests and rainforests and caves, they're having to migrate and find other ways of living and they're going to tropical fruits and stuff that human beings that we eat that are contaminated because of their viruses, right? So basically the climate change and because of humans not taking care of this problem and not taking it seriously, we're messing with other species and other species are messing with us by default. And, that, and, and that's the explanation that this lady is, is, is saying that a lot of these viruses come via animals. And that's the reason why. Have you heard of mm-hmm. that? I don't even know if I'm, I'm I, making it, giving it justice to the way that the lady explained no, it. I think it makes sense. It's probably a partial explanation. But mm-hmm. I think the, the way that food is handled and managed is also like a big part of this yeah. equation. Just generally things we can control, which is... Uh, cleanliness and how we manage our food. That's definitely a big part. When you see a lot of the, any where you buy in a, in a public, you know, a market, or even at a grocery store, things exactly. sharing of knives and things aren't being cleaned before cutting one thing to the next, and you're just 
transferring exactly. bacteria over and over and over. What is an advice yeah, uh, as an expert that you think, um, because, you know, it, it, it's crazy times. It, it's so sad because we have two kids and, I, and I'm looking at Sabella. Our daughter is eight years old and now the school is closed. So we are starting the homeschooling um, thing. And, and to them, because they're innocent and she's she's shocked. And to her is amusing because, oh, I'm home. I don't have to go to school. I'm with mom and dad and my little brother. And what do we do? And they're having the time of their lives because they're staying, they're staying in pajamas all day long. You know, to them is very amusing. But I'm looking at her and I'm going, she has no idea that this is life changing, that what's happening is it's supernatural. Part, you, you know, it, it, it's like, I want to hear kid, kid's opinion on this because part of me thinks that's the beauty of children, that they're not as long as you keep them safe, they, they're they so pure in their thinking that they're just enjoying life right now. They're not stressed out and having this panic that a lot of adults yeah. are having. And I think that's a beautiful thing versus having to instill your panic on the kids. What are your thoughts on that? Exactly. So I'm exactly on board with that. And I think it's really important for parents to do a couple of things. One is to not transmit their anxiety and panic to their kids. Mm. So to keep it private, to keep their conversations Mm -hmm. private, to allow their kids to feel like everything's okay. And really the way that parents transmit anxiety is through their own anxiety being displayed in front of their kids, even in what they do, not just in what they say, but how they look, how they act, whether or not they have the usual level of patience and love. So to be really, really mindful of making sure that you protect your kids from your own anxiety. And then secondly, I think the thing that will make this as good as possible is to provide as much structure as you can Mm -hmm. in your kids' lives. So they're used to, you know, now we go here and now we go there and then mom goes here and then dad goes here and then we get, you know, dinner. And, you know, they're used to like a pattern and a structure. And although this is fun for now, ultimately it will feel unsettling. And the sooner that everybody can kind of get sort of a schedule together, like at nine o'clock, we're doing this and then we're Mm -hmm. doing homework. And then we're, you know, the better they'll feel kids actually really like in some ways to be constrained. They like, you know, having structure and boundaries put around them. And it's really important to offer them that. (laughs) I'm glad you're saying that because that's one of our biggest differences, you know, Rosalind and I with our kids is that I, I'm very much of the mindset. Okay. Starting today, we're going to have this is going to be your math time. This is going to be your art time. This is going to be your PE. We're going to do these little things because the school is now providing lessons, like the, you know, the things you're going to do for each each class that they would normally no, be No, but in. they will tomorrow. It's no, tomorrow. I know. But even I would like to go as far as, you know, before it would be, okay, pick your clothes out for tomorrow. Rosalind's like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. they're kids. Let them stay in their pajamas. And I'm thinking, we got potentially a month of this. And in my yeah, mind, I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, or more. They're saying possibly even August, right? In my mm-hmm. mind, I'm yep. thinking, okay, Sabella, Pick your clothes out for the next day. You're going to get up. You're going to get ready. You're going to have breakfast. You're going to start school. Then you're going to have your recess. Then you're going to have, you know, lunch and you're going to have a break to play with your brother. But I think the more we can make it feel like a homeschooling, the better. Rosalind's more mm-hmm. lax in that part. What would be your thoughts? Yes, exactly. No, a little bit. You just say kids be kids. <laughs> oh my no. God, throw me under the bus. I don't mean totally when lax, it, but you tell me. It's been two days, Eric. She tells me all the time, you're way too crazy. You're way too over, over strict with this stuff. It's I think we gotta, Listen, I've been planning I'm, how I'm going to do this since they, they, they said school's over. I'm going to tell you something, kid. I'm going to tell you something. So our, <laughs> our, our daughter plays tennis, right? Four times a week. These are like 
extraordinary circumstances. So it's scheduled to rain at 11 a.m. today in Los Angeles, California. So Eric managed to squeeze one last tennis lesson <laughs> at 10 a.m. And I'm going, Eric, coronavirus, raining. Can she stay home? It's like social no, distancing. She's she not even near anybody. To, she needs to continue playing tennis. It's very important. And I get it. And I appreciate that you're so hands-on and, and wonderful. But I'm going, can you give her a little break? <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Well, both of you have a point, but, you know, I, I think it's kind of like two different things. I mean, one, you know, helping your kids to achieve as much as they can. That's, you know, one category. But, you know, managing anxiety in the, you know, this period of uncertainty, that's sort of a different category. And I think it's fine that they had a couple of days that were like, wee, pajamas and mm. let's have, you know, whatever. Yeah, but then ultimately, if it stays that way, it will be disruptive to them. So good they had a couple of days, but now, you know, I totally agree that it's time to create some sort of structure. They will ultimately be happier for the structure and to kind of be able to anticipate what's going to happen in their day. And kids are big learners. You know, they love, love, love to learn, and you want them to maintain that you know, juicy joy of learning. So, you know, giving them opportunities to learn new things is really important too at that age. No, we agree. Well, we agree. Kit, you just helped us avoid a big disagreement later. So that's great. <laughs> and we solved the toilet paper mystery. So thank oh you so God. much for your Yay. time, Kit. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Stay safe. Thank you. All right, Stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Thank I'm, you, Eric. Thank you for doing that. Two points for Edub. Oh, uh, not two points. <laughs> zero points. You know what, ladies? Zero all, all the all, all the single ladies. No, all the married ladies. All the like, what? Rude. That was rude. Why did I do a single or married ladies? No, because the song is single and I'm actually married, the, so I had to be I married. These points. Listen to me. You didn't win anything. You made me look like ridiculous in front of Kid hey, Yarrow. I'm calling what's happening. No, you didn't. In, in no, you didn't. Real time. It's like, do you think I'm going to? I want Sabella and Dylan to do whatever they want for a whole month. Of course not. I love structure <laughs> no, and no. organization. You know, guys. You know. You know what's happening to me? I have realized that I don't want to be a housewife <laughs> wow that. shout no. out to all the housewives who no do this on i love the daily. my housewives i love my housewives but i'm used to working and it's been what three days of of me cleaning and doing laundry and because i'm obsessive with cleanliness right all i do all i've done is laundry cleaning swiffer deal with the dogs deal with the kids um cooking organizing, doing dishes. It's exhausting. And stressing out and, constantly. And stressing out. Guys, what are we going to do? Eric, what are we going to do with the coronavirus? Please. What I've been telling you, just we abide by the rules, stay calm. And I, it's not a laughing matter, but I feel like there has to be levity in the situation. We have to be able to look at each other, still share laughter, enjoy time with each other. And as long as we're doing everything we can do, our consciousness is, is clean and you just have to go about life and be supportive of one another. Yes. You know, laugh more, it Roz. Laugh a, more, sleep more. It is a social responsibility, uh, people, for us to be able to get rid of, rid of this and to win. We are going to collectively become one. Stay home, wash your hands. And laugh. Exercise. Exercise. Eat healthy. Be, be a supportive. good parent. Have structure. And let's write it out. I love you. Love you. Subscribe to He Said Ella Vijo on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.